Cougar Sports Saturday. It's complete. Another touchdown! Cougar Sports Saturday. Saturday. A presentation of KSL Sports. KSL Sports. Left wing for three. He got it again! BYU Sports Talk by Cougar fans for Cougar fans. Here are your hosts, Mitch Harper and Matt Biamonte. On Utah's legacy home of the Cougars. KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back. Hour number three. Uh, quick check in. Might have an upset already in the Big 12. Uh, TCU, 77, Kansas, 75. 207 left, second half. Welcome to the Big 12. We don't take a night off. Big 12 basketball, love it. Uh, and the man that's going to help BYU usher in the Big 12 era tonight, Ali Khalifa, a.k.a. the Egyptian magician, but also a guy that's drawn comparisons to Nikola Jokic. Here's my conversation with Ali Khalifa on those comparisons to Nikola. Do you embrace all the comparisons that social media and the basketball world are giving you now as college basketball's Nikola Jokic? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of fun just to be compared one of the greatest of all time, uh, in my opinion. But, yeah, it's a, obviously a big responsibility. I feel like I don't want to really get compared to, to a guy like him. But um, it feels cool that people see, I mean, he's my idol, and people see that how I pass is comparing to him, obviously. But, yeah, I've been kind of embracing it a little bit. It feels like it's a big responsibility, like I said, but it's just been fun. So you say that he's your idol. When did you start really kind of watching Jokic and really just kind of admiring his game from afar? Probably my senior year of high school back in Australia. And um, when COVID hit and he came back uh, so in shape and stuff like this, when I was stuck, when I was in Charlotte, obviously, just kind of started watching him more, watching film of him. And I was like, yeah, I play kind of the same, not really athletic, and I want to pass the ball and make my teammates better and start watching more and more of him. And I really like his personality off the court as well. And that's why it came feel like I want to be like him one day and people right now comparing comparing both of us that didn't happen last year or two years ago whatever and I feel like I'm heading towards his goal. So. Well deserved uh, comparison so far this year 14 to 1 assist to turnover ratio how much grief or, or slack did teammates give you when you got that one turnover last week against Wyoming? It gave me a lot of grief it, whenever I subbed out uh, one of the GAs came to me he was like Ali can you stop turning the ball over and I started <laughs> laughing and I'm like like, I don't think you'll see any person that goes 8-1 eight, eight and one in a game and his turnover issue goes down. So um, it was kind of, I was so bummed about it, obviously, in the middle of the game because it was just last three minutes and it wasn't really, I would have just kept the ball and gave it to Dallin. But, it, I mean, I don't really look at this stuff. It's been, it's been really fun. Where do you credit the, the knowledge or, or just the, the skill of, of passing? Where, where did you pick that up? Like, where do you credit that, that ability? Where it just kind of naturally something in you when you started playing ball? I feel like whenever I moved to Australia in my high school, uh, we had a lot of great players in the team. So each person wanted to get a role basically on the team because we had a lot of great scorers. We had a lot of good people, athletic people getting rebounds. And I feel like I developed this habit of passing the ball a lot. And I felt like I was like taller than everybody. So I had this a little vision. So I had to work on it a lot during my high school days. Um, even sometimes growing up in Egypt, I just wanted I always loved when I saw my teammates scoring and happy. And I feel like if I passed them the ball and saw them scoring, that we both are happy, basically. And it kind of came like this. And now it's like I really – but I feel like growing up, people don't really look at passing. Everybody want to score, want to score. And I feel like 
Um, now I understand the game more, and I feel like passing is a very important aspect. For me, it's the most important aspect of the game. Um, to bring a team together and to be able to pass the ball and see your teammates be happy and get together. So I feel like during this high school area era, when I feel like I felt like um, I'm good at this, and I feel like I can develop this skill for myself, and I feel like I did a great job doing this in high school in Charlotte and now here. Do you get that same thrill here at BYU as, as you did when you were in Egypt of passing the rock? Yeah, I feel like um, Trevin especially, he always, uh, he always tells me how happy he is when he cuts because he never cut, I feel like, in his career here at BYU. And, um, yeah, I feel like I'm just, I just having fun with it. Even when you see me passing the ball and get an assist, you see me smiling. Even sometimes when they miss the ball, I start smiling as well. Um, it just feels, it feels great. I just love passing the ball and I love seeing my teammates getting better. And... I love seeing them score, and obviously I love scoring as well, so they pass me the ball as well. I give them a lot of credit for that, but yeah. You bring up Trevin, I instantly think of, he's, he feels like he's kind of the the king of nicknames around this program. What's what's the nickname you have around this group? I know publicly we're saying we're leaning in, I guess, on an Egyptian magician, but uh, does the team have a nickname for you? Uh, not, not really. I feel like they just be calling Ali. Um, sometimes they call him a magician or... Uh, Somebody, some, I think the other day in practice called me Magic. He's like Ali Magic, whatever. But um, yeah, they just call my name. They haven't really um, gave me any nicknames. I'm surprised because Trevin, Trevin, been getting a lot of my passes. Uh, I will get on him on that. I feel like he should give me a nickname. But I mean, he makes the shot every time I pass it to him. So I'm grateful for that as well. How uh, important has the early season success for you individually been in, in uh, kind of enhancing your experience here at BYU? I feel like it's been, it been great, obviously. like At the start of the year, I was a little little worried. Um, that sounds a little selfish. <laughs> but I was I didn't know how I would fit in. I haven't practiced all summer. My knee, still bug- my knee was bugging me at the start. Of, I mean, it's still bugging me, but the start of the year was way worse. And I was really worried. I'm like, if I'm going to fit in or this fast pace of play and even people was questioning that. And I feel like the need of me whenever Fus went down, that's when it brought my confidence, like, 100%. It's like I felt like I was just playing, like, back home with my friends. And um, it just changed the whole experience. Now I feel like I'm part of this group. I'm doing a great thing. And for this group, they really need me, and I really need them. And it changed the experience, like, 180 degrees, just to be able to know that I'm needed somewhere and that I'm really – the offense really changes whenever I'm in the game. And obviously we need each person on this team. That's the beauty about this game. And that's the best thing about this team that's we're really deep. We have 12 guys that can't start anywhere else in the country, basically, in my opinion. And, yeah, it just, it just feels great. And I give a lot of credit for my teammates and the coaching staff for trusting me and believing in me. And that made me feel needed more, even that they trust me and they want me to be one of the leaders and stuff like that. So it's really cool. It changed my experience, obviously, and now I'm just having fun with it. So. You guys are in a position to really achieve anything that this sport has to offer now after the strong non-conference start. How, I'm curious, how, how big of a role did BYU being affiliated now with the Big 12 play in you coming here out of the portal? I feel like it's huge, obviously. Um, first thing Coach Robinson said when he recruited me, we are joining the Big 12 this year. And I feel like it's huge. Like It's the biggest thing that happened for BYU athletics in a while. And... Um, yeah, it helped a lot with my recruiting process. I want to play at the highest level. I think Big 12 is the best conference in the, in the America right now. And I feel like if I don't know if BYU was in the, their conference previous, I, I'm not sure if I would have 
came here, obviously the coaching staff and the playing style plays a big role of it as well. But I feel like the Big 12 was with a big emphasis why I came here. First game in the Big 12s against Cincinnati, and you got some family ties there. Who, who's your sister pulling for uh, in this one? Is it is it her alma mater or, or, or for you in, at BYU? I hope it's me. We haven't really talked about it as much. It's a very sensitive topic. But um, I feel like I hope it's, it's going to be me. Um, yeah, it's a really, really personal game for me. Obviously, uh, Cincinnati recruited me out of high school, but they never offered me. So um, really, really looking forward to play Cincinnati on Saturday. Tell, tell me a little bit about Nesma, her, her career as a, as a player. Yeah, she, she played in Egypt for a couple of years. Then she went to a JUCO in Tallahassee, Tallahassee Community College. Um, played in national team a lot and then went to Tallahassee Community College because her English and her grades weren't great. Then she killed it over there, and she got recruited after the first year, which is very surprising by Cincinnati. Um, it was a great opportunity for her, and she went and played there for four years or three years. She got injured and sick from COVID, and a lot of she had a lot of struggles over there. But overall, she she loved it in Cincinnati. She loved her teammates, and um, yeah. And now she's back home. She played professionally for six months, and now she's into the coaching career. So last thing for y'all, the uh, top two teams rebounding the ball in the country in this matchup. Just your expectations on the glass, the battle that's going to be there. Yeah, I, I was just talking to uh, one of our assistant coaches. I said I think this game is going to come down to. Who are we going to rebound the ball? It's going to be a rebounding battle. Whoever is going to win this rebounding battle is going to win the game. Um, but, yeah, I think we played already the best rebounding team in the country with San Diego State. And having Foos back is going to help a lot, too, because he's very physical and blocking outs and, and the offensive glass. Um, I feel like we're up to this. They obviously have a lot of seven-footers, so we have to be aware of that. They have a lot of athletic guys. And I feel like that's what we're going to face in the Big 12 is just a lot, of, a lot of length and athletic guys. But I feel like we got heart. I feel like rebounding and defense is all about heart. And I think like we're the best team at that in the country right now. That's why we're doing what we're doing. So I think we're going we're gonna to win this rebounding battle. So. Best of luck, Ali. It's been a pleasure watching you so far. Look forward to this uh, grind in the Big 12. So best of luck. Yeah, thank you. We'll dive a little deeper on this BOU-Cincinnati matchup on the other side with the three-pointer, getting you ready for the first Big 12 game at the Marriott Center. We'll do that next here on Cougar Sports Saturday, powered by kslsports.com.